Hey guys, Ben Taylor here with Raw Motivations. I want to come and talk to you today about red flags, specifically spotting the toxic people in your life. A lot of times people ask me, how do I see, how do I know, how do I avoid these people later down the road when I start into dating, when I start moving on with my life, how do I avoid them? So I want to give you 30 red flags, red flags of things that pop up in relationships, of things to look out for, of things to beware of, because you might be dealing with a toxic person if you see this stuff in your everyday conversation and your everyday life. If you haven't had a chance to check out the book, please check out the book, Psychopath Free. You can grab it on Amazon or wherever. And it's got a lot of good information. And I've been able to work with a lot of people with this book to help them find that healing, growth, and change. Just so you know, I do work with people on a one-on-one -on -one basis over Zoom, having different calls and coaching sessions, trying to help people work through the process of breaking free from the trauma bond, detoxing from a narcissist, and establishing clarity and boundaries in life as they continue forward. Anyways, let's go ahead and talk real quick about those red flags. Like I said, coming out of this book, 30 red flags. All right, so number one, gaslighting and crazy making. How often they come across making you feel like you're absolutely crazy, making you feel like you're absolutely insane. They'll do this a lot of times, something to watch out for. It's a very big one. Number two, cannot put themselves in your shoes or anyone else's for that matter. Do you ever feel like you're trying to explain something and they just don't get it? Like they don't have that empathy or that sympathy about the situation because they can't imagine it from their perspective, from their side of the room? Number three, the ultimate hypocrite. Oftentimes you'll see them have the aspect of do as I say, not as I do. That's where the narcissist wants to control you and they want to say, hey, this is something that you're not allowed to do, but I can do that. See, a lot of times that with cheating, social media, communicating with opposite sex, a lot of times you'll see those ideas. Pathological lying and excuses. There's always an excuse with a narcissist. There's always an excuse for everything that happens. And oftentimes you'll see lies upon lies upon lies where they're lying about literally everything in their life. You might see these small lies that pop up that you're like, why did you even lie about that? Like it didn't even matter. But they'll still continue to lie because that's what they're used to. Number five, focuses on your mistakes and ignores your own. I know you can identify with this because so often the narcissist focuses on the things that you've done wrong. And it could be something that you did wrong at the very beginning of the relationship, or it could be something that you did wrong before the relationship even began. And they use that time and time again to be able to come back and say, hey, you've messed up. They'd rather focus on that than anything that they've done wrong. You find yourself explaining basic elements of human respect to a full-grown man or woman. And this one's huge, and a lot of times people don't pick up on it, but you have to get to the place where you're communicating, this is how you treat someone, this is how you love someone, this is how you communicate, and you're doing a lot of these basic functions for them. And this could be a red flag that this person hasn't fully matured or emotionally matured in certain areas of life with their communication, with their love, with their respect, with how they relate to other people, so keep an eye out for that one. Number seven, selfishness and a crippling thirst for attention. A lot of times you'll have a narcissist where they demand that attention 24-7. They demand that response to a text message instantly. They demand your location. They demand all this type of stuff, but they're always wanting that attention. Number eight, accuses you of feeling emotions that they are intentionally provoking. This one is huge. When a narcissist cheats and you feel upset because you just found out that they cheated, then they come back at you and get upset at you for feeling those emotions, for feeling those thoughts. 
I don't understand why you're so upset right now. Why can't we just move on? The past is in the past. They'll put everything they can back on you. And a lot of times they'll accuse you and knock down your emotions when they're the ones that caused it in the first place. Number nine, you find yourself playing detective. A normal relationship, you shouldn't have to go sneaking around, going through people's phones, trying to figure out how many Facebook or Instagram accounts they have just to find out if they're being faithful or if they're being honest. A lot of times people keep looking and trying to figure out how do I figure out if this person's actually honest or faithful because they're setting up a litany of lies in between them. Number 10, you're the only one who sees their true colors. Oftentimes, no matter what they do, everybody else will be like, they don't seem that bad. Like, what's the problem? Because they only reveal their mask to you. They normally have like a fan club or people around them that are going to be like, oh, like this person's a really good person. When in reality, that's not the case. Number 11, you fear any fight could be your last. Normal couples, when they're working together, might have an argument or a disagreement, but it doesn't dictate whether they're going to continue the relationship or not. A lot of times, the narcissist will hold that over the gap of, if you don't resolve this or if you don't do what, I'm going, what I want you to do, then I'm going to walk out. Number 12, slowly and steadily erodes your boundaries. Setting boundaries is really crucial, and a narcissist will come into your life to be able to completely get rid of those, completely dissolve those boundaries, or get, push you to the place where you break your own boundaries. Number 13, they withhold att uh, attention and undermine your self-esteem. A lot of times they'll pull back their focus, their time, their energy, and make you start to doubt yourself. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Number 14, they expect you to read their mind. This a lot of times is the idea of unsaid expectations of the narcissist or the toxic person in your life saying like, hey, why didn't you do this? And you're like, I didn't know I was supposed to. Well, you obviously should know, et cetera, et cetera. They expect you to read their mind. Number 15, you feel on edge around this person, but you still want them to like you. Oftentimes, this is where you write off some of the most questionable behavior they have, but you're thinking like, maybe they'll still like me. Maybe this will still happen. They don't seem to care about you, but you still keep coming back. An unusual number of crazy people in their past. Think of it this way. When they're talking about their ex-partner or their ex-friend or different things like that, and they're describing all these people as being crazy, starts to set off some red flags. Either if they were crazy, why were they with them? Or what did they do that made them crazy? Number 17, provokes jealousy and rivalries while maintaining their cover of innocence. Oftentimes, this is the aspect of triangulation where they're saying like, hey, look at this person or hey, look at this or this person I connect with so much better, etc., etc. And they start to get you to be jealous. And at that point, you're like, I'm jealous about this. And they're like, wait a second. No. Like that isn't, that isn't happening. They'll try to maintain a cover of innocence of like, I was just joking. I was just teasing. Like, what's the big deal? And they'll try to play it down. Number 18, idealization, love bombing, and flattery. 
a lot of times things go extremely fast with a relationship with a narcissist and a lot of times extremely over the top. You'll start to see lavish gifts, like huge presents, huge thoughts when they're in the love bombing stage. Oftentimes the love bombing stage is very prevalent when they're trying to get out of a situation, out of accountability, out of responsibility, or out of something that they just got called out for. Number 19, compares you to everyone else in their life. Again, the idea of triangulation. So comparing you to ex-lovers, to other friends, to parents, to uh, siblings, whatever it might be, comparing you to other people to try to make you raise up how you're acting so you give them more supply. Number 20, the qualities that they once claimed to admire about you suddenly become glaring faults. Oftentimes the things that they idealize or they put on a pedestal are the ones that they then tear down and tear you down in the process. Number 21, cracks in their mask. So these times are like those fleeting moments where you start to see like a glimpse of what's actually there. And you start to think maybe something is there, maybe there's hope, or maybe you start to see the opposite side. You start to see who's actually behind the mask and how it's, and how it's not adding up anymore. Number 22, easily bored. A lot of times they're surrounding themselves by other people, other experiences, other things, because they get easily bored just with one person. This is why a lot of narcissists end up cheating and having multiple affairs, multiple people on the hook, on speed dial in one sense. Uh, number 23, triangulation. They surround themselves with former lovers, potential mates, and anyone else who provides them with added attention. This includes anybody that they may have previously denounced and declared superior to you. So even going back to people that they told you before that they don't like, that they don't have any interest in, to be able to raise up how much supply they end up getting from you. Number 24, covert abuse. This could even be like the idea of dog whistling or the idea where they're abusing you behind closed doors and then when they go out in public, they're abusing you in front of other people, but they don't catch on the cues. They don't understand the words that they're saying that they've already abused you in private. Number 25, pity parties and sympathy stories. Oftentimes their bad behavior has a sob story, has a whole litany of things of saying, this is why I'm the victim. This is why this happened to me. Number 26, the mean and sweet cycle. Sometimes they'll shower with attention and sometimes they'll disappear and completely ghost you. That back and forth, uh, the cognitive dissonance of what's actually going on makes you confused and makes you keep vying for that attention to see if they'll actually come around. Number 27, this person becomes your entire life. A lot of times you're spending more and more time with them. You don't have time to spend with friends, with family, with anyone else out there because they're monopolizing all of your time. Number 28, arrogance. At the beginning, a lot of times they'll appear to be humble, to be sweet, to be loving, to be caring. And then you start seeing it come out more and more throughout the relationship. And especially when the mask falls and slips away, you start to see, no, they're actually very arrogant, very prideful. Number 29, backstabbing gossip that changes on a whim. A lot of times they'll plant like little thoughts in your mind or coworkers' minds or friends' minds about other people that when confronted about it, they'll switch the story almost instantly because they don't want to appear bad in that person's eyes. Number 30, your feelings. Your natural love and compassion has transformed into overwhelming panic and anxiety. You apologize and cry more than you ever have in your life, mainly because your feelings at that point are no longer valid for the narcissist. So the times when they, they, they came across as being able to express or hear your feelings early on in the relationship is no longer valid, is no longer something that they're willing to accept. 
Now this is a quick run through, but there's 30 red flags to be able to watch out for in the next relationship that you're in. So please be careful. If you haven't had a chance, download the NARC app, N-A-R-C from Google or Apple Play, uh, from Apple or Google Play to be able to download and be able to connect with other like-minded survivors that are trying to learn this information and grow, set health, healthy boundaries, go no contact, and focus on their growth and their development. Thanks so much. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.